When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. What's your best for the day? Pippi. Race one, number one. Get it early, folks. Get a little pippy. In front of Tony Nakoni, diamond effort, I'm telling you, but it's all pippy. He's barely moved Ballot. My best comes up in Sydney, race two, number one, Coonwara. But Nash is going to make the difference today on Connemara. She'll be runner-up at every start this season, and bang, she draws away for a big win. Race five, number six, Dharma Sun. Battleborn, everybody dance, and Dharma Sun driving up the, the, the far side. They run to the line. Dharma Sun. That's what we're all about here on The Odds Couple. You want winners? We get you winners. Week in, week out. Three last week. Uh, all the panellists uh, were absolutely on fire. That's, I think, three out of four weeks. Well, it is for me. I think, Tags, that was the first week. You've got one for a while. Yep. But um, it's a very good morning to you, David Taggart. Uh, great to have you uh, on board this morning on what is a, a beautiful morning here in Melbourne. What a, what a great great day. Thanks, Scoop. Uh, great to be here. But uh, since we've... Our, with that combining, that's two out of the last three, I think, for all of us. Oh, no, to take I'm away well holidays and all that when I've been up on the coast. But that's two out of three. But guess what? We've only got two. We've only got them twice. Um, and it took 12 months to get the whole three. So we're, we're finally gelling. And where is Jock? Yeah, well, um, Jock's having a, you know, he's having a little bit of a, a sabbatical at the moment. Um, we've got his main man in who will be known on the show as Big Paddy. Um, Big Paddy uh, is joining us this morning, um, and Paddy's going to be Big Paddy because Paddy's surname is Gashagan. Gashagan. And I'm not saying that every week. I'm just not, particularly on a Saturday morning. I'm not going to say that. I think Big so Paddy's Big Paddy easy. joins us this morning, uh, filling in for Little Simon, and we welcome him to the Odds Couple. Morning, Paddy. Thank you, Scoob. Thank you, Tags. Morning, definitely, Paddy. Definitely wasn't a jockey uh, in my past life. Now, nah, boys. Uh, gone with Scoob first up, have we? I have. Just met oh, you and you've gone with Scoob. We're, we're well, on no, that's we're fine. On no, basis no, no, already, no, no, mate. As, as long as you don't call him him. <laughs> <laughs> we're on. Uh, now, nah, filling in for Simon Marshall, we, we heard him a couple of weeks ago tip Sosie Bond. He was up and about. Last week, I think he got six out of eight at Caulfield. Walked into Sportswood HQ, the real Conor McGregor strut. He said, Paddy, come over here. Look at this. In his voice, he goes, Paddy, I'm going on holidays. So I'm in for a couple of weeks at least, and uh, let's see how we go. Big shoes to fill, uh, Tag, so, so have some so fun. So where, where is uh, Jock? Is, is it because he's got all this money and he can take a, <laughs> take a bit of leave? Not quite. He's actually uh, off filming a new TV show for Sportsbet. So there's going to be a new show airing on racing.com sorry, uh, by the name of Insider Trading. It's going to drop next week. It's a, it's a look behind the book uh, on a Saturday morning, uh, giving you all that sort of knowledge that you don't quite get because um, everything's sort of pre-recorded going into Saturday on Racing.com. So a brand-new show, and, and SD and Jules Valance and the other sports bet trader, Ben Clifton, will be uh, airing that one. So what are you saying? He's not going to be here ever again? We don't know, mate. If, 
when, when, uh, when, uh, it, when, it, when it goes into the stratosphere and, and gets moving yeah, the viewers. The, the show will fail? Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's not good yeah, enough to work with those right, so He's got to come back and work with the, the common man like you and I. Correct. That's what he's got to do. Talking of common men, uh, Paddy's wandered in this morning for his first morning. When you, 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 you sort of cross tracks with people for the first time, you, know, you get a bit of a feel of what they're about. Uh, Paddy's lobbed up this morning to what we believe is a working class show. Fair bit of blue collar about us. Oh. You know, we're just n- normal, normal jacks. We just walk around yep. the place, you know, yep. tracky. You Don't know, get ahead a bit of, of a jumper t-shirt, you know, like a bit yep. of a, a warm jacket. Paddy's come in all the uh, old Melbourneian football club gear. Cold, what's cold what's morning, going Scott. on, Paddy? You're, you're an old Melbourne. You, you were a Melbourne grammar boy, were you? You were a complete oh, fool it? there for <laughs> six or seven years, were you? <laughs> We've been two minutes into the show. I copied it at work all. So you should have. You wear the in gear in. Well, we won't get on because I went to Caulfield Grammar Ooh. and we were arc, arc rivals. So Ooh. you wear a pom pom hat with old old Melburnians on it. You've got a jacket on with old Melburnians on it, and you think you're not going to cop it? Bit of a walking billboard I am at the moment, Scoop. Now nah, it was cold this morning, mate. It's, you know, it's the year twelve at Melbourne Grammar. Pardon? I did, did you do year 12? I did. How'd you go? Oh, not particularly well, but no? sort of got through, and here we are today, mate. So. Well, welcome to racing. Thank well, you very so much. That's exactly the sort of bloke we don't have in <laughs> racing. <laughs> one that didn't do particularly well in year 12. Well, it's a little bit hard to do your VCE when it's a spring carnival, so absolutely, you can't do both. Uh, welcome, Big Paddy. Good to have you aboard. Thank uh, you, boys. I'll tell you what, I'm glad I was all over Mystic Journey last week. Didn't she? Uh, had, had, uh, you've gone from hero to zero. I mean, just the Lawrence. Did you mention the Lawrence again? Mystic Journeys in it, um, <laughs> and you, and what was your call earlier in today? Uh, no top three. Mystic. She won't run the top three. No. Oh, it wasn't far off. <laughs> have you seen a better win? I have Seriously? seen better wins, but she <laughs> was going to win from a long way. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a little bit of a a heart palpitation my... moment when when she. Sir, how do you pronounce her kick? Sir Gar- Garaban or whatever. Um, Sick and Darabad. Sick and Darabad. Half nearly pushed her out on the turn, turn her sideways. And once that happened, she balanced up and she was just yeah. too good well, for Well, she's just, she's just arrogant now. I mean, she ran three wide the trip around the bend at, uh, in the All-Star Mile and, and won there and just just trinned her rider arrogantly and, and then that's all she That'll wrote. That'll be dumb man, you mean? Ah, oh, sorry, dumb man. He actually Trinity. wrote her a treat. He, yeah. He, as you say, he sat basically in the 1-1. And then, then he just had Hartnell in in, a, in his sights, and uh, yeah, it was all over. It's the perfect uh, road shaping out now for the Cox Plate. So, does she go to the Memsey or does she go to the Maccabi Diva over the mile at Flemington? So, exciting stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going to revisit that. Revisit where I'm at with Mystic Journey. I'll have a, I'll have a bit of a Keep laying her. Keep laying her, and we'll win money. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. You know, she's in the category where people are putting her at the moment. But I, let me, when she runs next, I'll. Um, I'll assess accordingly, but um, yeah, well, you're allowed to be wrong once in your life, and uh, there's my first time anyway. Yeah. Would you uh, take the 440 about her in the Cox Plate now? No, good? no, no, still wouldn't. No, he didn't want to take the even money about her first no. up the other day. How's no. he going to take the 440? I, I can't back right off straight away. I'm, <laughs> I've got to hang in there a bit. I have to hang in there a little longer to sort of say, oh no, I could have been right. Today. I think you've just been ble- well, been blessed by Winks, and you. you you can't see her taking her mantle. That's a that's the thing. But anyway, we wish them all the best. Really interesting development uh, during the week with spring just around the corner, and we we, we get a sense of that uh, every week now with uh, group enlisted races basically on the card here and in Sydney uh, right through to the big spring carnival um, in uh, at Flemington, of course, uh, early November. League Rousseau, League Rousseau, League Rousseau, whichever way you'd like to say it. Now it's a it's a horse out of Japan. It's um, 
Uh, it's going to come out and run in the Cox Plate. And Racing Victoria have confirmed, and they did on Wednesday morning, that the Australian Government's Department of Agriculture had granted permission for the horse to travel to Victoria despite not initially meeting the necessary importation requirements. And now she competed in Hong Kong, I think it was in late April. So uh, Lee Grosso had to... Um, there, there are quite uh, a number of restrictions once you've been in and out of Hong Kong, but uh, they seem to be overcome. And it looks like uh, that mare, a very talented one, and she she's won at Group 1 level in, in Japan. Uh, she won the um, Takarazuka Kinnan over 2,200 um, at, a, at a last start in June, and uh, that'll be a, an interesting runner in our Cox Plate. Absolutely. I can tell you that since she got confirmation she was going to be coming over for the Cox Plate scoop, she has been smashed into nine bucks. So opened at 35s and into nine dollars right, okay. for the Cox Plate. So a little bit of interest in her. Mm. Obviously, as I said, Mystic Journey, the $4.40 favourite there in the all-in market, but certainly a little bit of a dabbling there for and Lee Grasso. She's won at Wafer Age. That was a way for age race yep. in Japan yep. in the group one. It's always a, a an interesting point, you know, when you when you see a not a favour being done, but you, you see people pressing to to make uh, international travel easier for horses. You, you get an initial reaction of some pushback, and I'm sure there'll be some pushback. He's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" You know, opening the gates to these horses, but it, it's just it's the way of the world. It's, it's where we're heading. Are they worried about the EI coming back from the 07? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's lots of you know, always you know, bugs and this and yeah. that and the other, but um, uh, you know they're, they're getting better and better at it. So. Uh, it just goes to prove, you know, anywhere in the world now is reachable for, for for any horse. Ten years ago, you wouldn't have even thought of, you know, you struggled to travel your your horse to New Zealand or, or to Hong Kong or to Singapore. Now, um, that's just a, a daily occurrence, basically. Uh, Lukey Nolan got um, eight meetings at Sandown on Wednesday and, and chose to, to start uh, that suspension straight away. Uh, the main reason being to ride Sosibon in the... In the Memsey next Saturday. Now, you know, you could have knocked me over with a feather thinking that a jockey <laughs> will start a suspension to ride Sosie Bond, but he could be right on the money. No, no brainer. Take, no no take, brainer. Take the slap yeah. on the wrist straight no. away and like, you've got a great one to ride. There's, a, there's the Memsey, the million dollar Memsey's next next week. What's he, and he's forfeiting rides for today. So, I mean, what's today? Just a normal, there's one listed race around the valley. So, it, yeah, it was, as, as a jockey's perspective, it was just a no-brainer. He just would have had to ring up uh, a few of the trainers that he was engaged for for today's meeting and said, hey, I've just copped a eight-day suspension. They've let him off the horses uh, and he's right to, right to go around next week. So, how do you assess that? As a jockey, you're in the or you're coming into the heart of the spring carnival, you, what goes through your mind? You've gone to a, you know, a midweek meeting at the Valley. You've copped you know, 10 meetings. Um, you've got a good ride you know, over the next couple of weeks. What, what goes through your head and what transpires? You said Luke you know, would have made phone calls. Is that he would have been in the car on the way home and getting on the phone saying, you know, ringing up, hey, Big Patty, I can't, do you mind if I don't ride? Yeah, I... Uh, Golden Lass next Saturday because of because of this and, and then is let off those um, those, those bookings. Engagement, yes. So usually, like for the Saturday, a lot of your rides already done by Monday or Tuesday. Usually, they already have yep. basically. And then if you haven't got a full book, you know, rides may come in later on. But when you get suspended, uh, the stewards actually say you better go and make some phone calls. If a trainer doesn't allow you to get off a horse, you have to, you've got that commitment and your, and your wow. stuff. Yes. Yeah, so so. Uh, a lot of people understanding they they know what goes on this time of year, uh, and you're not gonna 
begrudge uh, Luke for for getting off your horses today to to ride in a Group One Memsey next week. So uh, that that goes on and right throughout the spring too. That's going to happen. You're going to get jockeys that will try to to appeal uh, so they can reduce a sentence, or they will appeal so they can know that they can ride that horse. Delay it. Delay it and, and get on it for the Saturday, Saturday week if they're going to get suspended because, uh, you know, especially what Huey Bowman was doing with winks and mm. that, but sometimes it falls smack bang in the middle and you can't do anything about it. What constitutes um, a commitment to ride a horse? So if, if we're at track work and you're riding around one before it goes out and works and I'm a trainer, I say, oh, Tags, will you ride Big Paddy next Saturday yep. for me at um, Mooney Valley? Is that classified as a commitment to ride or it's got to be registered agreement. at Racing Victoria that uh, Big Paddy next Saturday will be ridden by David Taylor. No, just a, it's usually just a verbal agreement. Uh, you Like, as you say, have you got to ride in Big Paddy's race? No. You want to ride him? Yep, no problem. Next thing, manager, I'll ring up the manager and say, oh, Simon wants me to ride Big Paddy coming up uh, for Saturday week. Yep, no problem. Now, if I happen to get a, sus- uh, a suspension along the way and I, and because your horse isn't, uh, in one of the major races, and I want to ride the week later. You'd have to ring up and say, Simon, I've, mm. I've just yeah, these are the circumstances, and uh, you'll have to try and get me off the horse. Yeah. Okay, but so so it's not a it's not breaking a rule within Racing Victoria. It's the trainer saying, no, no, mate, I need you to ride my horse. Yes, yeah, because yeah, you're the, you're the best. You've got the best hands for it. You know, it travels for you. That's our best chance of winning that. Yeah. You know, benchmark seventy eight next Saturday. Uh, bugger you in the Memsey, I need you to ride for it. Yeah, but then if you're not going to do there's always going to be friction too, isn't there? I mean, yeah, it's a little bit selfish. You want, want me to ride in a $130,000 race and foregoing in a million-dollar Group 1. So mm. uh, poten- potentially uh, you're stopping me from winning a Group 1 just to, for your own needs. Okay, going back to that little uh, bit of an international flavour on the show kicking off this morning, the Yorkshire Oaks was run... Uh, uh, during the week, and Enable uh, won her 10th uh, Group 1, and that could be the last time we see her racing in Britain because I, I think her next um, outing is going to be the Arc de Triomphe in, in France. She'll be going for her third Arc de Triomphe, which is um, unprecedented mm. territory she's headed for. But uh, did you see that during the week? I did, mate. She's just a jet. <coughs> Absolute yeah. gun. Arrogant again. Frankie Tory knows he's got the, the best horse in the world. I mean... She is now the best horse in the in the world statistically. So, um, yeah, just just rides her arrogantly and, and gets the gets the win and jumps off the horse in his true Frankie Frankie fashion at the end to celebrate. There's only four ever, only four in it. Did you um, ever do that tag when you when you want to be great? Oh, ever do the Frankie no, Tory star jump off? I'd the land horse? on my head. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Little dumpling, mate. Did you see an able tags? No, I didn't. I missed the race. Oh, I didn't did watch you, it. Didn't yeah. think it wasn't a big enough race for you to watch. <laughs> no, no. Right. no, there's enough racing here, let alone overseas. But uh, yeah, it was a Group One. Uh, she was actually, even when Winx was going around, there was people already comparing her, even as a three-year-old filly, saying she's better than Winx. Do and... you think it's just disappointing that we never got to see her over here, uh, or vice versa? Well, of course, it would have been would have been a great match race, wouldn't it? So. Uh, you, you like pitting the, the best horses together, especially like even we suggested with Mystic Journey. Wouldn't mm. we have liked her to race against Wings? But we're not going to get that. And uh, enable well, whether she comes across here is another story, but I doubt it because uh, what the Arctic Triumphs, what a week before the Caulfield Cup, isn't it? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's October. I, I just have to check yeah. the date. Yeah. Caulfield Cup yeah, day, it, though, it, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is. It is. All right. Um, moving on, uh, just um, while we. Uh, talk about that international racing. It, it goes back to when we we're talking about uh, Lee Grosso uh, coming out from Japan. 
making it easier to travel. So you're going to see those match races from Northern and Southern Hemisphere and US and all those sorts of things. You know, if we can get those quarantine rules uniform around the world, well, suddenly it is going to be easier to get, you know, enabled to be racing winks and all the, all those sorts of things that I think still would be fantastic for racing. Still to showcase racing in all hemispheres, the best against the best would be extraordinary just without, you know, the way we have it now, obviously Southern Hemisphere best against the best and Northern Hemisphere best against the best, you know, involving everybody. It'd be just spectacular. Absolutely On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. We won't get on because I went to Caulfield Grammar Ooh. and we were arc, arc rivals, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, the old Arc de Triomphe, eh? Yeah. Arch rivals. Yeah. Anyway, move on. Arc de Triomphe. Eh? Well, well, well. Just... Hey, we'll, I was just thinking about enable about the time, but anyway. Just need to let's, put, let's a, go on. put yeah, an H on the end of that, didn't you? allocution at Caulfield yeah. Grammar, do they, mate? No, well, I only went to year ten, so I get the I get the excuse. So, anyway, let's let's move on to Sydney, and uh, and, there's, and there's great oh, okay. right? there's... Oh, Let's do that. Up. Let's, let's do that, up, shall we? Yeah, let's arc over to that one, shall we? Yeah, let's go over there. Big day in Sydney. Uh, the Huge pro- day. Uh, well, as they do, I suppose each spring they, they they hot up a little quicker than us because they're used to them coming down for our last couple of weeks at Caulfield, the Valley, and. Uh, Flemington, of course, at a couple of Group 3s, Group 2 and a Group 1 up there today, and particularly the, Ooh, yes. the Wink Stakes. Happy Clapper returns. He had a bleeding attack last preparation. He, he returns today. be great to see him back and doing well. And Paddy Webster, his trainer, is our special guest coming up shortly. It'll be great to talk to, uh, to Paddy to see how the old boy is, both old boys, actually, Paddy and the horse. Um, got some depth in it, this race, hasn't it, Pat? It sure does. I mean, since, since opened... You can obviously see the, the prime suspects who the punters wanted to go for. Avilius, uh, Happy Kappa, very elegant, a little bit of a nibble. But Avilius is the big one, mm. uh, probably about half the money wagered on the race tags has been on the Godolphin runner. And just speaking of Godolphin, they, uh, they've got a smorgasbord of runners up there yeah. in Sydney today. They could genuinely win the card, couldn't they? They, they have 13 runners from races three to nine. They're not in the first two. They haven't got any representation. Uh, I've tipped six of their runners. Uh, up there because I do mostly Sydney form and yeah, Villiers goes around. Even the stable mate, best of days. He's twenty to one. He's well over the odds in that. Villiers has won from sixteen hundred to twenty five hundred metres yes, so far. He's uh, and now if he adds fourteen hundred today, he's he's getting into that category of you know one of the best horses we've seen oh, for a while. He is a serious horse. He's he's since come to our shores. He's been here twelve months now. And since coming to our shores, he's had 10 starts for seven wins. His three defeats came in the Cox Plate against Winks, the Melbourne Cup when he caught all the backwash with the uh, mm-hmm. out of the straight. And well, I don't think he stays. And, I don't think he'll stay. And, no, and the Australian Cup where... The well, Australian Cup was... Yeah. I don't, I don't know home. what happened there. Yeah. Ran, rails run, Corey Brown was the last minute, jockey change, and then what did he say? He got a cut eye or something? No, that was that was long way excuse. from his heart. Long yeah. way from And then he comes out and dominates his next group too, mm. so... He is a serious galloper, and uh, yeah, the big black horse. He'll be he'll be storming down the outside, and I I can't see anything beating him. Question without notice: Is James Cummings going to become the best trainer that Godolphin have ever had? Oh, oh. Charlie Appleby, oh, in, including Charlie yeah. Appleby, including Sayed bin Saror, including um, Peter Snowden, the whole box and dice. I think James Cummings is going to end up 
mm. pound for pound, miles in front of them. I think we'll, get a, we'll get a better look after this year, but it is going to be scary, I think, what Godolphin will do this year. I'm going to take a bit of a, a punting strategy going into the spring. As long as I have a Godolphin runner uh, in my strategy, I think I'll go pretty well. Yeah, the Godolphin blew all day today, I think. Anything else that catches your eye in Sydney in the, any of those other group races? Well, the, the producer's best... The producer's right. best. Trainer. You're trying liber- to keep your job. He's, liber- he's libertini. And I've gone against him in Tenley. Just just another one of Godolphins. Tenley has... She, she just undefeated first up. She's resumes today. Uh, what are we looking in the Silver Shadow Stakes? The, the group two for the three-year-old fillies. Undefeated first up. Has won two from three at the track. Um, uh, three from three on good ground, which is a good four today. And, of course, the one, Libertini's the one one to beat, of course, and she's odds on. So looking at the odds, I don't think there's much between them. One's $1.80 and one's 440 So uh, Tenley for me. And all the money is for Libertini, as we said, uh, with the sports bet special. So Tenley for you. Ten- so going those, those last two runs last prep, duck egg, duck egg, don't bother you. They were they were on wet tracks. Uh, the Golden Slipper good was hand, on it. Good was, horses. Well, one was the around. Golden Slipper, and the other one was the size produce on a soft track. So... All her, all her runs were on good tracks. Uh, like, don't forget, she won the Riesling. She beat Exhilarates. And we saw how good Exhilarates has come back, too. So, and she's the Magic Millions filly. So what about we know other, she's got the ability. What about our other Godolphin runner there in Flit? Uh, got it to run third. There you have yeah. it. Tell you, I reckon it's going to run a really good race in that, um, that filly's race. Pretty brazen. I think of Tony McAvoy's. Give that any chance? She was good first up. Yeah. I thought very good first up. Yeah, Murray Bridge. Uh, there was a lot of room for improvement. She's gone straight up there and had a trial as well. Mm. Long uh, way from Murray Bridge to the Royal Ramble. Well, it is a soft, yeah, a maiden, yeah. I mean, she did run second behind Microphone at Flemington, though, down the straight. Third, third, right. third most back to runner in that race. Good. Yeah, Pretty brazen. Yeah, yeah. behind Over Catch flipped. Me, Kel- Castle Vecchio. She's raced against the best. It was just a sit and see job at Murray Bridge, so don't... <laughs> just draw a line through that. She was just there for a trial, and she's gone up to Sydney. Looks like she she will handle the the reverse way, and no, you, you're on the ball there, Scoop. Some good racing up in Sydney this afternoon, um, and we're going to talk to one of the trainers that uh, has a big hand in racing up there this afternoon. The trainer of Happy Clapper in Paddy Webster will be joining us uh, shortly. But for- on SEN, the Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us on the Odds Couple this Saturday morning. Some wonderful racing here in Melbourne and particularly in Sydney today. Some um, some ripping group races, a couple of Group 3s, a Group 2 and the big Group 1, which is the Winx Stakes up in Sydney over the 1,400 metres. And it's great to see Happy Clapper back uh, at the races. He had a, the misfortune of a bleed last preparation and uh, had to have some time off. Um, I reckon it wasn't bad for Happy Clapper to have some time off because his trainer might have needed a bit of time off as well. And that's uh, Paddy Webster, one of the the nice guys of uh, racing in this country. And, Pat, great to have you as part of the Odds Couple this morning. Welcome to you. Good morning. How are you going? All's well up there? You're not nervous on these big race days anymore, you, are you? Oh, yeah, I still do. Some some people don't, but I drive my wife mad. Well, you've been, been doing that for night. a long time, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> you have been doing that for a long time. For 48 years, she tells me. Oh, dear, mate. Oh, well. Yeah, amazing, well, isn't it? He's the best horse you, you, you've had in that uh, in your marital journey, your horse journey. He's been wonderful for you, Happy Clapper. 
Yeah, they don't come along like him very often, you know, and he was a, a homebred horse too, so it wasn't as if we went to sales and uh, outlaid a lot of money. So it was just one of those things that meant to be, and I'm glad it happened to me. Paddy, uh, fantastic name you've got there, mate. I also roll by the same name. Mate, just a, a quick question off the top. Um, obviously, Happy Cup, it came down uh, la, or earlier this year down to Victoria uh, and copped a bleed, which is what we obviously never want to see. Do you reckon you'll ever bring him back down to Victoria if you get voted into the All-Star Mile again? No, no. He uh, Look, it's nothing against... First of all, it's nothing against Victoria. And, and the thing in, in Trishers down there is the prize money, but... He went out for the Emirates and he bled outwardly there and then he bred inwardly. So I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's the, the travelling or or what it is. But I'm not, And I'm not saying that wouldn't have happened his third run in Sydney because he had a gut buster before he went down there. If you remember in the Group 1 mile, he went out and led by six mm. and put the pressure on Wink. So I'm not saying it happens down there. But, look, he's nine now and... Um, and he, he, he really enjoys the comforts at home. He's got a beautiful big garden at, at the stables. And I think that we'll just keep him... He's been really good. And I think we'll just keep him in his comfort zone now. Paddy, for the, Paddy, for the sake of our listeners, Pat, you know, how do you bring a, a, a horse that's bled back into work and, and build him up to be ready for racing again? Well, you know, before they bleed, you haven't got them on medication like Lasix and, and puffers and whatever. And it's all legal. You're allowed to have it within a certain, like, seven days. As soon as the seven days is, it all cuts out. But before they, the problem is they, they might bleed and breed really badly, but you're not treating it. So, yeah. and then you know. So after after it happens, you can treat it. And um, and uh, so that presents it, prevents it to a certain, you know, amount. But um, look, you know, once a bleeder, always a bleeder. And you, you just keep your fingers crossed or, and hope, hope to God that they don't bleed again or, you know, if they do, that it's not too bad and causes uh, an accident. Paddy, you mentioned uh, Happy Clapper had a gut buster. That was in the Chipping Norton Stakes earlier this year. Did yes. you think that you had Winx's measure there? I mean, you, you said you were sort of six clear at the rise there at Randwick. I was on track and everyone sort of went, holy crap, this, this could happen. Did you think um, that Happy Clapper was going to knock off Winx? No, the only time we ever thought we had Winx's measure was trotting around the barrier when we were before us. There's been other no, no, never, ever, ever have I thought it because you just you just knew what you was dealing with. You know, you guys are in racing. That was just a, she's a freak. Uh, she's a champion. She was just one in one in a lifetime. You you probably well we won't see it. We we'll probably never ever see it again. So I never thought it. I just I just hoped, but. Having that day, in hindsight, he would have still beat the stayers anyway that were in that race that day. So it was a bit of a gut buster. But Blake got a bit of a rush of blood, and I must admit he got he got mine going too at, at, at the sort of thousand when he took off. But that won't ever happen again. Paddy, uh, there's an irony today that you know you're going for another Group One with Happy Clapper. He, he, I think it was nine or ten times he finished second to Winks, and you're in the Winks Stakes. Yeah, well, it is. It's um, it's just one of those things. But like, wouldn't it matter if it's called the you know the P and N soup? He still would have been resuming in that today. <laughs> and then he'll he'll have a instead of he's got a um, a month to the other the mile, which is called the Colgate Mile now. 
um, Group One, but he'll more than likely nine. He will have a trial instead of having a month. He'll have a trial in between and then go in the mile because he's very good second up over the mile. Very good, Paddy. Not many people know this, but Happy Clapper actually had a bit of a run-in with a fox when he was three in track work one yeah. morning. Yeah. How, how do you ring the owners and say, look, your horse has had a run-in with a fox in the middle of the city uh, as well, a three-year-old? Did, he didn't believe me for a start, but <laughs> what, what, what happens, the foxes from Centennial Park, there's a drainage system and it runs like through Ramwick to Centennial Park and vice versa, and, and the foxes come across there and um, and they, they they're just like, they're just like pets. They just lay there and they just move around. And I had a little Chinese apprentice because he, he was just cantering and he went on the 2000 and the fox jumped up and <laughs> took off and run under him. Next minute, Clapper bolted a mile and hurt his tendon. So, you know, there's no no denying it happened because they're there every morning, especially coming, you know, when the sun's out. and that They just love it. Well, Pat, we wish you uh, all the best today. Happy Clapper resuming in the Group 1 Wink Stakes over the 1,400 metres. We hope it, we sincerely hope it goes your way. You sort of say those things to everyone. We wish you the best, but um, we really wish you the best because this has been a wonderful association with you and the horse. You mentioned P&M yeah. Soup. I reckon after you win it today, you'll settle at home with the Dale, uh, 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 the 48-year-old, the 48-year Dale, and just have a lovely bit of uh, P&M Soup, uh, toast with a bit of butter <laughs> on it. Am I far off? I no, yeah, a long way off. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, Pat. We wish my, you well my today. Dale, my, my dad likes the champagne. I like the filler steak, so you're a long way off. Okay. Well, let's say lunch Sunday. Let's do it that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Thank Pat, you, guys. Thanks, thanks for having thanks, a Pat. chat, Pat. One of the great um, characters of racing, uh, Pat Webster. And, uh, gee, uh, you do. It's one of those ones that uh, you think, well, if, if, if there's a – Horse you want to see win this, um, it's happy clapper today. So fingers crossed that he, he runs a big one. It's time for us to uh, to go to a break. But uh, before we go to the break, don't you forget to grab your AFL record this weekend. It's still just $5. Thanks to Karcher, of course. Whatever the cleaning task, they have the solution. The official 2019 partner of the AFL record. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. Uh, Tags, we've got a bit of action coming in on yeah. the uh, text. Yeah, a couple of SMSs. Yeah, Stella from Shepparton. Uh, Stella. Te- yeah, text in, say congratulations, boys, on your, on the treble, hitting the jackpot. And uh, yep. hopefully hopefully she took a, took a bit of it too and, and along with a few of our listeners. Yep. Stella's the only text we've got, is it? Or is there others? You just haven't written them down, have you? No, I just haven't written no, them down. No, 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 no. Yeah. you haven't, no. Yeah. But you know you should bring a pen with you to the show just to write some things down as we well, go. Well, that's that's what we we usually say. Get your pens, pencils, and crayons, and have your form guides be ready. Absolutely. Because we're going over to our what to our best bet runners for Mooney Valley today, are we? Well, you're in charge. Over to you, Paddy. Pen, Easy pens, time pencils to shine. And crayons. Off the top, boys, we know what the sports bet promo is this week. Races one to four at Mooney Valley in Randwick, up to fifty bucks back in bonus bets, back into your skyrocket if you come second or third. So a nice little safety net. It's to a get good little with. promo that. I love that promo. It is a crack up, boys. <laughs> let's start with race one at the Valley to benchmark seventy eight over the mile. Uh, number one, the toppy shot of Irish. Now the punters are very keen on this. Mm. Probably about half of all bets are on the favourite here. Chased home Age of Chivalry last weekend at Caulfield, who we know is a proper racehorse, Tags. Uh, ran third there, and the punters think uh, he can go two better this week and get the chockies. Number one shot of Irish. What's he into? 
He is currently three dollars thirty. Laughing. Beautiful. Race two. Race two, um, benchmark 78, over 2,500 metres. More than ever Might was... Might take half an hour for some of these horses to finish this race. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> they're all on more than ever, boys, but that was uh, since been scratched this morning. So they've all jumped onto Dabia for the Waller Camp. Um, get on, I think. That's the, uh, that's the one. What price? Uh, that is $2.40. Gee whiz, they backed it overnight, haven't they? They have. I wonder that. Right got, on, got, got, got one at odds there, boys, just quickly. Yeah. Someone has smashed Habisha... Uh, $81 into $31 oh, 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 big and, had, and had a $7,000 play at the place. So wow. doesn't want to go the win, but it's gone the place. Race three for the three old fillies over 1,200 metres. And I'll tell you what, boys, the big trainers have come to play here. Cummings, Mara and Eustace, Hayes, Hayes, the Freedmans, they're yeah. all in town. It's tough to find a winner. Cooey Rupp is probably who the punters are most keen on uh, and certainly the worst result for us in the book. So if that's anything to go by. Good asparagus up there, Cooey Rupp. Cooey Rupp. Yeah, but they grow over there. Yeah, yeah, asparagus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, famous for their asparagus. Wow. Yep. Thanks for that one, Jack. You, you you eat a bit of asparagus? No, no good for my gout. All oh, right, okay. You know where it's grown, but you don't eat it. No, that's fine. A little, um, a little bit of specking for Talented at 13, if you like that, uh, Tags. I, I reckon Paddy figured out Talented when he looked at you. Tags. Yeah. <laughs> talented and Tags, they just went together hand in hand. Race four. Race four, the last of the promo races, boys. The Dr. Sheehan Plate. Now, number six, Elgadon Miss, won at Caulfield a month ago. Brett Pebble to ride and holding twice as much as any other runner in this race. That's number six, Elgadon Miss at $3.40. Any money for Fabric? There's a little bit. Um, probably the second most amount of money in this race is on Fabric. So, Danny O'Brien runner there, anything to go by. Uh, but Algodon Miss, certainly the one who the punters are most keen on, Scoot. I'm not far out there with Fabric, I reckon. Okay, let's go to our next, which is race five. Race five, the Cullion Stakes at Listed. Set weights over the 1,000-metre dash there at the Valley. Now, the uh, very smart punters have come for Bonds Away since we opened this, boys. In fact, Bonds Away has been crunched, uh, resumes, resumes, and we know it's very, very good uh, when resuming. Knocked off written by earlier this year, Tags. We yes. all know that. Linda Meach. Linda Meach, yes. To ride. She's got a great affiliation with the horse. So that was at Caulfield that day, wasn't it? That was at Caulfield that right uh, that day. So has come in from opened around the sort of $5 mark. Has come right into three fifty. So they're all over. Bonds away. Got a little lay of the day for you boys. Assertive approach, the favourite in that race, $2.50. The punters, I just don't want a sniff of it at all. Ooh. Ooh. How come? What's going on there? I don't know. I don't Lost the leg. Want it. Another one that I don't want, boys, is Spirit of Valor, who we know ran second to Brave Smash in the Manicato uh, last year. Uh, first up, Syndrome, they think they don't want it either. So there's your, there's your favourite bonds away. That's If you want to follow the money in, that's where you go. Okay, it's getting to quaddy time uh, now. Race leg. six, the first leg of the quaddy. Yeah, Paddy, what's happening in betting market? It is over 519 metres, just to muck with us a little bit there, Tags. And since we opened... Oh, well, that's the rail being out four metres, though, Paddy. Yep. Since we opened, the punters have come in for Volk, Stolk and Barrel. The former Group 1 winner went over for a little holiday, it seemed, oh, to Singapore. Okay. Has come back. It opened at 34. It's into 20s. It's had about 30% of all bets on it. Um... Volkstock and Barrel, yeah, Brett, not, Brett Preble to ride. Yeah, not, Are you putting him in the quaddy? No, nah, not for me today, uh, Volkstock and Barrel. I know he had ability as a three- and four-year-old, and he's, he was sold to sing. Uh, he's first up, too. Anyway, uh, number nine here, Mosh Music, uh, resumes, and she loves the Valley. She's won all her three starts. She's won three from three here, uh, but that's been over a bit further, over 2,040-plus. 
and yet the scratch the scratching has come out of Vinland today too. So he's thrown a spanner in the works. Uh, so the form there may hold up uh, with Romancer. So the numbers here are six, seven, and nine. Six, seven, nine. Number New Universe, Romancer, and. Moss music for tags in the first leg of the quaddy. Second leg of the quaddy, Paddy. Race seven, the McKenzie Stakes at listed level for the three-year-old boys. Boys, they've smashed number three, Condos Express, for the Lambing Camp. Five fifty into $4. Powered home last start at the Valley um, and had the fastest last 200 of the day. What are I thought, your numbers? I thought Condos Express was a little bit shorter than that. But anyway, I think you're right. I think it's out of the top three. I do love the way Condos Express has turned a foot last time. Just picked up and he he actually won soft on the soft enough on the line last start. So uh, after he get got out late and geez his, his turn of foot was yeah it was cracking. Uh, the, t- the the toppy Hightail we know he has ability finishing length off exhilarates uh, in the Magic Millions and we saw what she did last week at Caulfield. So the, as I said it's out of the top three numbers are one two and three. One, two, and three in the second leg. That's Hightail, Hawker Hurricane, and Condos Express. Correct? Yeah, Hawker, Hawker Hurricane. Uh, he went off the boil towards the end of last prep, so hopefully uh, he's been gelded. He resumed. Yes. Uh, He's a get back and finish on horse, wasn't he, as a two-year-old or not? Or was he, yeah, he'd, he'd probably be midfield. He'd be midfield, midfield was he? Okay. Yeah. He showed some ability. He did early doors, yes. Race eight, the Rambit Handicap. Now, boys, warm money, hot money, boiling hot money, all for Terbium the, here. The big grey. The big grey. Well, I sort of call him a bit of a coffee-coloured horse tag. So holding about sort of 70% of the book. Um, and, boys, he's just the class horse. Dropping back down from a group two level, I think he would be way too good. Get on number eight, yeah. Terbium. Yeah, uh, the big grey resumes here after a great trial at Cranbourne. Uh, you don't see many do what he did uh, at the start of his first prep from a maiden class one, 64, then defeated the Spruce course in Zusane in the group three sedative. Draws bad, though. He does draw a little bit sticky. So Mooney Valley's probably not against him because he can get back and sweep, uh, sweep a little bit. He probably won't. He'll probably be only about three or four lengths off him, if Gee. anything. So I think that's all we need here, number eight. I think he just wins. Twelve hundred from twelve. That is sticky. I reckon that's worse than sticky. It's a sticky gate. John Allen will have to be, but he's got the class. He's got the class on these. Okay. What are your numbers? Eight. One out. One out. Oh. Money where the mouth is. Tags. I like it. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> Race nine, last leg. Most interesting number four, Al Galeo. Oh. Tough one to say. About forty percent of the wagered coin on this horse. It's been fairly ordinary this prep tags, but has won at the track and distance. Yep. Twice last preparation, so that's number four, Al Galeo. They're not jumping out of the trees to back the favourite, Chirossa. Yeah, very open race, hence the $5 a field. Al Galeo loves the, um, loves the Mooney Valley jar, but his best runs are, are on good tracks. Mate, it's pretty simple, this. We'll just go the field. Field job. We'll go the field. Gone one out into the into the field. Yes, and that's one hundred and twenty three dollars for the unit. So hopefully I can go back to back quaddies. I got it last week, and there's been no mention of you uh, saying that too, Scoop. Yeah, no, I'm sorry about that. No. Just just the one out with Terbium in the <laughs> in the third leg. Yeah. You said he's drawn sticky. Uh, oh. hard you wouldn't just put a bit of cushioning around him. You just think no, nah, we'll just take well, that risk. Yeah, taking the risk. Oh, good. Hey, we got the field. So if we get the first three legs, of course we've got the quaddy. We'll take uh, we'll take a break because we need one, and we'll come back with those quaddy numbers again. I'll try and see if we can cushion that third leg something. On SEN, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall.
Welcome back to the Odds Couple, uh, brought to you by Sportsman, of course. Great supporters of us ever since uh, we started the Odds Couple show a long, long time ago. David Taggart was one of those instigators. Um, Big Paddy's with us, uh, filling in for Simon Marshall this morning. Good to have Big Paddy aboard. Um, what stands out for you guys today? Uh, what are you looking forward to? I think it's just the wink stakes, Scoobs. I mean, the big boys are back in town. I've gone from Scoob to Scoobs now with Paddy. <laughs> Big boys back in town, racing's in the air, and we can start and see some proper racehorses go around. It's been a long winter, and now it's all, all roads lead to spring. That's what I'm most excited about. Tags? I'm, I'm all over the Godolphin Blue today. I think they, they've got a strong support up there up in Sydney, and I just hope they can train a, ha- a bag of winners, a handful of winners today, including my best, which goes around in race seven, Avilius. You've got a quaddy up there. What, what, quickly go through I your do, numbers yeah, for in Sydney. For anyone who wants to take a cheap quaddy up in Sydney, I've narrowed it down because I've got two one-outs. Uh, the numbers in the first leg are 1, 6, 7 and 13, followed by Avilius in the second leg, number one. Third leg, 2, 3, 4, 5, 8 and 9. And in the last leg, we'll go and Godolphin again, uh, Rohirin, number 11. So that's twenty four dollars for a hundred, and my Melbourne quarter is actually one hundred and seventeen. You've got a good dolphin horse in every leg of that. I, I have, yes, I remember I've, rightly. I've tipped them to win six races up there. They probably won't, but anyway, I'm all over them for today. All right, Big Paddy, uh, it's the time of the day now where we find that 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 elusive winner, just that that one that's going to poke his nose, his or her nose in front to to give our loyal listeners uh, something to smile about at the end of the day? It is. The pressure's on. Uh, I'm sticking with Terbium. I don't think the 12 alley will be an issue at the Valley. The reason I said before, he wanted a rest last prep. He's got it. He's ready to explode like a caged lion and go bang. And that's my one out, of course, in the Melbourne Quaddy. And we'll go on Avilius. He's one out in the Sydney Quaddy. Race seven, number one. Hit to see more. Race four, number three, GoPro will be the winner up there in race four at Seymour. What a day it's going to be. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Let's see more this afternoon. Enjoy your punting, everyone. Enjoy your racing. Great uh, race day coming up. We've got Hutchie and Pickers with Off the Bench uh, right after us. Look forward to seeing you next Saturday.